This is the Open to Alchemy podcast, and I'm your host, Lauren Ivey. I'm so excited to have you here joining these conscious conversations about the transformation that's possible for all of us. My approach to spirituality has always been part woo and part work. So in this podcast, we talk about all the incredible spiritual modalities and add in a bunch of practical things that really make it fit into our lives. I can't wait for you to join me. Hello, welcome to the Open to Alchemy podcast. I am so excited to be with you as always. It is the second week of April and this is my monthly solo cast where I will be sharing about the energy for the month of April and I love the card that I pulled for this month. It is the seer and it's just so fitting for this month when it seems like absolutely everything is coming into vision. Everything is blooming. We just came back from a magical week away on vacation. It was our first really big trip since the pandemic started. And it was just so incredible to be away and be by the water and have a break from all of the regular day-to-day things. And coming back into town, coming back to Atlanta, it is like a just beautiful visual masterpiece of blooms. Everything turned green, everything turned bright pink and purple and red. My, my beautiful white camellias are blooming and it just really feels like everything is all of a sudden in this HD, 4D, Technicolor gorgeousness. So I love that the seer is the card because I am definitely <laughs> seeing things that it feels like it's been a while since everything has been this this lush and the screen and this gorgeous and it it really for me as a plant lover as a gardener as a as a flower lover just gives me so much joy and just expands my my thinking it opens me up it just is so ah oh, i just feel so much more open and aware and alive really when everything is is blooming and full and lush and green and after having been away I can also tell you that I feel like I'm seeing things more clearly and I know how just incredibly fortunate and grateful we are to have this trip this was a trip that had been originally planned in December before my husband had his health emergency and it was I don't know I guess I was kind of holding my breath as the weeks were leading up to it feeling all the feels about this trip that we were supposed to take and the reasons why we weren't able to and just feeling overwhelmed with gratitude that he's okay, his health is perfect, and we were able to finally go. And just taking a break from the everyday allows you, allows me to 
to just see everything in a completely different light. And it's funny, I don't know how other people experience vacation. And I guess each of them are different. But, you know, at home, I'm very diligent about meditating every day and doing all of my spiritual practices. But when I'm away, I just <laughs> I just don't. And I don't know if it's because I am just in a more restful state. Some days I'm in a very active state. You know, you're not with your normal routine. It's an interesting thing that happens where I guess I pull my spiritual side in a different way. Just sitting and staring at the ocean a lot was my form of meditation this past week. And I did a lot of reading and walking on the beach and and just having some quiet time. And I'm just sharing that because I know sometimes when we're away, we can end up feeling bad or guilty. Maybe we overindulge. Maybe we didn't exercise. Maybe we didn't eat as healthy as we wanted to or drank or did other things that are not part of our regular routine. And so if if that's what you're going through now and getting back into the swing of things, then just to send you some love and send yourself love and grace and compassion that, you know, we all need a little bit of a break from our routine and it's okay. You will get back into it. You can start today and just take that time to reestablish the routines that that are good for you, the routines that feel good in your body, that nourish your mind, your body, your soul, and um, not to beat yourself up if things have, if you went off the rails a little bit, because what you got when you were away or when you had that break from your routine was a different experience. It was contrast, it was expansion, it was a different way of seeing and and being. And so that's beautiful too. That's important too, to have that, to have that difference that you can lean into. And then you can decide what, what you want to keep, what you want to change. You know, we're so lucky that each and every day we have this opportunity to wake up and start fresh, to start anew. And so That's where I am and been feeling these past few days as I integrate back into my my regular life, which again, I'm just so blessed and grateful that I have the time and the flexibility and and have really worked to cultivate this, this mindfulness, this intentionality about what I want to do, how I want to spend my time. And, and being away can help really clarify that too. Getting out of the daily grind of shuttling kids and making all the meals. I'm very grateful for a little bit of a reset. So as I mentioned, the card for this month is the seer. And it's really all about being able to trust your intuition being able to tap into what it is that you are feeling, what it is that you are sensing, what it is that you are seeing, whether with your eyes, with your actual vision, or with that that inner knowing, that inner vision 
maybe seeing a little bit of what lies beneath the surface and learning to trust, <laughs> learning to trust that intuition and to follow it is definitely been a long-term practice for me and it continues to be so. It definitely has gotten easier over the years as I have just learn to open up and learn to allow and listen to it and trust it, but it is not without, <laughs> it is not without some challenges and, you know, it, it's just so funny because we, we have this inner knowing, we all do, whether or not you have fully tapped into it or learned to access it or listen or trust it. We all have this inner knowing, that, that little voice inside you that tells you where to go, what to say, how to navigate a certain situation. And we can spend a lot of time, in my case, not listening to it and letting other people, letting the ego, letting other outside forces really dictate what it is that you are doing. And that can happen for so many reasons. It can happen because you are a people pleaser and you are someone that likes to avoid conflict. I understand both of those very well. And so you try to be easy and you try to be flexible and not rock the boat. That can lead you away from trusting your intuition when that voice tells you, maybe let's not do this thing, or I'm not sure if this is like the right person, maybe I shouldn't trust what this person is saying, or, you know, that little, that little whisper inside you is telling you that this is not the best idea, and we ignore it, and we learn, and that's just part of the process is being able to to realize when your intuition was correct and you didn't listen to it, what can happen. And then moving forward, hopefully you learn to trust a little bit more. But there's something about having that inner knowing and really being able to fully embody that. And again, if it's not something that you have experienced yet or have had modeled to you, meaning maybe that's not the way that you grew up or there's been more of a black and white, more pragmatic and practical and tangible approach that you have had to life, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And that doesn't mean that Anything you've done has not been, been right for you. And if you are having those little whispers and want to tap into it, then I would just tell you that you are absolutely in the right place. And that little whisper is your intuition and it's trying to, to guide you. It's trying to open you up to new experiences, new opportunities, and there really isn't a right and wrong. Maybe there's 
a more gentle or easier path and one that could be a little bit rockier, a little bit more challenging. You never know which way your intuition is taking you, but I fully believe that there are lessons that we are here to learn. There's something called soul contracts, which I like to tap into. And, you know, if you ever get your Akashic Records read, that's a really incredible place to learn about that. And and in doing so, you find out these soul contracts, these life lessons that you are really here to to learn and there's so many different ones and at different stages we can tap into different elements of it but we're really here to learn them on this 360 view so maybe at different parts of your life you experience this lesson from a different vantage point maybe at some point you are the person who has suffered And maybe at a different point in life, you are the person who has caused the suffering. And maybe at a different point, you are the witness or you are the bystander, the observer in a situation. I really feel like we have to experience all elements of a lesson in order to really get it, in order to really embody that and understand it from all sides as challenging and As difficult and potentially painful as that can be, I think if we're able to look at it from the vantage point of this is here for me, there's a lesson in this for me, it's part of my growth, it's part of my evolution, my ascension, if you will, to really feel through all of these different elements and then you know and then you're able to understand and truly see something right because if we just experience it from one perspective even if we are someone who has um, deep empathy and the ability to to extend our compassion there's nothing like actually experiencing it for yourself to be able to understand something. And even then, because we all experience things so differently, you never can truly be in somebody else's shoes. But but once you feel it and once you, you experience it, you are able to see the nuance in something. You are able to let go of some of that judgment or critique or criticism of a situation because you know what it's been like because you have have seen all sides of it. If you are wondering how to tap into that intuition and be able to grab hold and access some of that information, one thing I will talk about forever and ever and ever is getting quiet. If you listen to my podcast or follow me on social, you know, I talk about the value of that because it just cannot be stated enough how if you want to connect with your inner voice, you need to be able to hear it. And for me, hearing it really requires a separation from outside noise, 
And that doesn't mean complete quiet, like you have to be in, you know, a soundproof booth or something, but just not taking in music, even not taking in TV, news, social media, just having five minutes of day of sitting in silence, sitting in quiet where you can hear the birds or smell someone who has their chimney lit, where you can taste the lemon in your mouth, where you can feel the ground, feel what's around you, where you can see, even with your eyes closed, the light dancing, the colors swirling around, and really grounding into those five senses. You know, you can spend a minute on each sense, You can start at your head and move down to your toes or go the other direction and start with your feet on the ground and just do a little body scan moving up to the top of your head. Anything that feels good to you, certainly focusing on your breathing. There's a few different breathing techniques. You can do a box breath, which is the same amount in, hold, out and hold. You're really forming this square box with your breath. So if you breathe in for four seconds, then you hold it at the top for four seconds. You breathe out for four seconds and then hold it at the bottom for four seconds. And I love that breath pattern. For me, that just feels so restorative and there's such a just easy replenishing flow for me in that breath. If you're interested in breath work, I can certainly link to some more easy breaths to do. But anything to get back in your body can help you start to clear the fog, clear the cobwebs. You know, every time we take in outside information, it's just like another little cloud or hook into our mind. And So just be patient with yourself. It can take some time to feel comfortable sitting in silence. And if it's really, really a challenge for you, then driving in silence or walking in silence are also beautiful techniques to just help you get comfortable without noise. You know, growing up, my dad always had some sort of noise on. If we were home, it was the TV or talk radio or certainly in the car, always listening to talk radio or music. And I love listening to podcasts and talking to friends and all of the beautiful music that's available. But there's nothing like tuning everything out to be able to help you tune in to yourself And once you're able to do that, once you spend a few days or weeks or months even practicing that, then you'll notice and you'll really have gained that ability to tune in in the midst of noise. I have meditated on a plane. I have meditated in the middle of a mall in a crowded airport in a movie theater with my kids screaming and yelling and chaos happening. 
that ability to tune in to yourself and check into that quiet place that resides inside of you, you will build that ability to do that no matter what is happening on the outside. And that is a major superpower. Let me tell you, the ability to find yourself in the storm of chaos that's happening around you and take those few quiet deep breaths to feel the earth beneath you to find to find your place in the storm is a just incredible gift and so i hope that you explore that and you allow yourself to tap into that in terms of deepening that intuition and and really allowing that to flourish journaling is an incredible tool for that and it can be as simple as when you have a little hit or a download or a little a little message a little knowing comes in and it can feel like it's coming from you it can feel like it's your own voice or your own wisdom but just playing with that just first having that awareness and acknowledging it and then documenting it. So you heard a little voice say something about what you should do in a certain situation, or you get a little whisper about a friend of yours who maybe you want to check in with, or you get the message that this isn't the right opportunity for you. Whatever and however it comes in, it could come in through something you see or hear or feel or sense or smell. Again, tapping into all of those ways that things come to you and just jotting it down, just sort of keeping a little journal. And you will be amazed at how many of those things turn into actuality, turn into fact, those little hints that you had at something or you will find yourself thinking about somebody and then the phone will ring and it will be them or you will have a dream about a thing or a person or a place and undoubtedly in the next few days that will come to you in a different way. It often comes to me in threes and so just being able to play with it and approach it with curiosity and excitement and possibility is really just the the best way in my opinion to tap into that intuition to learn to trust yourself so many of us were raised with just this very tangible black and white if I can I have to hold it I have to see it with my actual eyes in order to to trust it. But if you have any sort of religious background or faith-based background, I mean, that's what it is. It's believing in something that you can't always see, that you can't always know. And there is a certain magic in that. There is a certain beauty in not having to have an explanation or a reason or an answer and just having that feeling, having that, that safety and security and trust within yourself 
it, it's just so expansive. It's so beautiful. I would just invite you to explore all that you are seeing that you don't realize, all that you know that you don't realize, all that you are tapping into and, and the messages that you're getting and, and just letting that be a bigger part of your life is for me so much fun and just filled with wonder and possibility and I love playing in this space and I'm so excited that the seer card came in and allowed me to talk about this if you want more information if you want to have a chat offline I would love to connect with you you can reach me at Lauren at opentoalchemy.com or find me on Instagram, open.to.alchemy and would love to have a conversation. I have so many fun offerings, so many really just deep, impactful, beautiful ways for you to learn more about yourself, step into your truest, most authentic, incredible being. I have a clarity workbook and a creative workbook to really help you lean into some basic and very impactful ways to approach your business. And those are available on my Etsy shop. And of course, I have my one-on-one -on -one sessions that I love doing. I have an energy alignment offering that taps into the energy of your business and that has been so fun doing that both with Reiki and human design and the aura of your energy around your business and helping you step into that in a more aligned way and I have some other really great offerings too so check those all out open to alchemy.com and I hope you have a wonderful April filled with the most beautiful things. Thank you all so much for listening to the Open to Alchemy podcast. You can find more about me on all the social places, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, at open.to.alchemy. That's open, the word T-O, alchemy, or at my website, opentoalchemy.com. See you next time.